So people have been responding to it an awful lot. We've seen our subscriber count grow by thousands in just the last 72 hours. And I thank you all very, very much. It was like um, one radio station went out of its way to drive their audience to me this week with some of the decisions that were made in local radio here in the Bay. Steve wants to know again, why in the hell did Dre Greenlaw get ejected? It was the refs, poor and simple. That damn asshole was trying to rally up the nine, rail up the nine. Look, here's the thing. For a minute there, Dom did his job. Dom, died. Dom fired up the whole stadium. He fired up the Eagles, but he also fired up Debo Samuel. And I'm telling you right now that when Debo, it's... It, it isn't just the play of the game. It might be the play of the year for the 49ers because it's the play that took a, oh, no, the Eagles could be climbing back into this game and changed everything. When Debo, it's the answer of it's the answer touchdown of the season. 49ers had just given up a Dom the security guard touchdown. And what are you going to do? You answer with the biggest answer touchdown maybe we've seen in any game all year long. Debo with a 48-yard touchdown, his legs doing all the work on one of the more manly touchdowns of a very manly career. So when it all comes Dom to it, screw Dom. Sporticus. Says so the talking heads are going to be trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together again tomorrow. By the way, neither King's horses nor the King's men are going to be able to do that. Thank you very, very much for going Humpty Dumpty on us. I like that. Sporticus, an old school, old school sports phone caller. Carter. Mr. Cart is it Mr. Cartier seven? In four games, we've only given up four offensive touchdowns. That's big dog shit. Yeah, look, there was a portion of this game where the 49ers who didn't give up a first half touchdown, there was a portion of this game where the 49ers hadn't allowed a touchdown to an opposing offense in almost seven full quarters. Like they didn't allow a single offensive touchdown to the Seahawks in that entire game on Thanksgiving. They didn't allow an offensive touchdown to the Eagles in the first half of this game. And you got to go all the way back to the first minute of the fourth quarter of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game to find the last offensive touchdown that the 49ers gave up until Jalen Hurts did a brotherly shove two times in a row and stepped over the pile and walked into the end zone on the second attempt of that, the brotherly shove. But that was the first offensive touchdown given up by the 49ers defense since the fourth quarter of the Buccaneers game. They've been on one. And I'll tell you, when the 49ers defense is playing like this and then the offense is dropping 42 points, that's going to be curtains on just about anybody. I don't know if anybody's going to beat the 49ers if the Niners are putting 42 points on the board. You had the Eagles booing their own team going into the locker room. Joe Larinaga. Says, Damon, are you worried about the consistent Dre Greenlaw personal fouls? I mean, obviously, you don't want one in a big game. You don't want more of them. You'd like him to learn from these mistakes. But the last thing I ever want to do is turn Dre Greenlaw into anything other than the heat-seeking missile that he is. You know, they were even talking about it in this game. Greg Olson was talking about how Fred Warner looks at Dre Greenlaw and just says, nobody hits like this guy in this league. Except for maybe Diamador Lenore, who absolutely cleated Swift at the end of this game. But um, I would rather try to reel Dre Greenlaw in than trying to let a more passive player out. I, I, I think it's the cost of doing business. I, I do, and I'd rather be in the Dre Greenlaw business than in business with a lesser player. Dizzy Kincaid, good show, subbed. Well, thank you very much, Dizzy. I appreciate that. 
Uh, been around the block once or twice. New here to uh, to YouTube, and I've been loving it. I really have, and I'm really proud and happy with the response that we've gotten. Eleven thousand eight hundred subscribers now. Plus, plus, plus. I like it. Thank you. Another super chat here from Matt saying, Niners fans living in Vikings country, going to have a good laugh at work on Monday. If you're a Niner fan, you're walking in, you're walking into work on Monday like Vince McMahon coming down the freaking ramp at a WrestleMania. I mean, you just, you got all the hips and elbows and knees moving. You're feeling really good. You're feeling really good. Again, Jack and Diane, Golden State, Lakota. I'm telling you, man, nobody wants to give John Cougar Mellencamp any flowers. No one's ever going to call John cool. But you know every goddamn word to that stupid song, don't you? It's funny. If Brock Purdy was replaced by Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers had all these advanced metrics on his side... Everyone would be screaming, this guy's the MVP again. Got to give it to Aaron again. When Aaron plays this well, this efficiently, he is the most valuable player in the league. But nope, those numbers aren't attached to Aaron Rodgers. They're attached to Brock Purdy, who no one even wanted in the NFL in the first place. Brock Purdy annihilates all these hot take artists' hot takes. Now, how important the draft is and how much more they know about anybody than anybody else analyzing this draft. And I'm telling you right now, this guy is value. And you got to take it. Nobody even bothered to use the words Brock Purdy except the Niners when they went to the podium with the last pick in the draft. It's so easy to bet against Brock Purdy. Trying to, you know, explain to anyone how he wasn't supposed to be here. It takes no effort at all. It takes no effort at all to bet against Brock Purdy. It's the easiest bet in the house. Would you admit you're losing the bet if you keep on betting against him now? If Brock Purdy looked like, talked like, acted like Patrick Mahomes and had all these, you know, all state commercials with his tight end and was dating Taylor Swift. Brock Purdy would be the most popular quarterback in this league. You wouldn't hear anybody on any show trying to tell you, no, it's just an illusion, uh, just a situation that he's in. No, you know, how about this? How many last pick in the drafts have ever been in a situation where they've done anything, much less led the league in all sorts of important categories on a team that looks like it could go to and win the Super Bowl based on how good they were today alone? Nobody goes into Philadelphia and wins, much less whips the Eagles' ass. But that's what they did. They kicked the Eagles' ass today. Absolutely kicked the Eagles' ass. Uh, best name I've seen in here, Chad Farthouse. <laughs> Mr. Farthouse. Bitch slapped. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles got their beaks punched. Totally got their beaks punched in. Totally housed. Steve says, to be truthful, I've stated if close, the Eagles win. If it's a blowout, the Niners win. A blowout means the refs could not determine the game. I didn't I, look. I didn't expect them to win like this. I've been saying I think the Niners can win this game, but they're going to have to go in and do it before I assume anything. They won so convincingly today. I think for the rest of this year, I'm just going to assume that the 49ers can win the Super Bowl. I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm not trying to be cocky. I didn't grow up a 49er fan. I just covered the team because I've lived here for the better part of 20 years, and I've covered this team for the better part of 20 years. And I'm going to tell you, I haven't seen any single team that I've covered in a 49er uniform score six touchdowns on six consecutive drives against one of the best opponents in the, the league until I saw it today with my own two eyes. 6-1 Niners. 
Look, 42 to 19 with no turnovers from the defense. That's an impressive performance by the offense. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Grateful Red, 72. Here's something for the cannabis jar, Damon. Keep on trucking. Got my chips cashed in. Thank you very much. It's going in the ganja jar. Going right in there. Cake the take. Dr. Hughes, 10 for 10. How about that? Dr. Hughes, 10 out of 10. My man here has been fixed by Dr. Hughes. Dude, he gets that little centrifuge going. He spins those cells, puts them back in your knee. Oh, my God, it works. This was a Shanahan's day to change things up on the fly. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear the East Coast analysis tomorrow. Yeah, it should be fun. Purdy with a passer rating of 148. Hertz was 85. Again, passer rating. I don't even know how you calculate any of that. I have no idea. Here's what I do know. That guy threw four touchdowns, and he ran the offense perfectly, and he does everything that his offensive coach asked him to do, and he's doing it behind a medium-executing offensive line in terms of pass protection. Second half of medium, by the way. That's a, it's a mid-offensive line. Very good run blocking, eh, pass blocking, and Brock Purdy is carving this league up like a turkey. Now we're getting aggressive. Mark Persante, who, by the way, is a great guy to go to a fish show with. Mark Persante dropping $100 in the super chat. Thank you so much, Mark. Very, very generous of you. Very, very nice. Mark with the top rope move. Leslie, who's in Mexico, by the way. Leslie's on vacation in Mexico. She hasn't missed a show. She reports to duty in the chat room. Whenever the channel goes on the air, that's the kind of loyalty and live we got over here on the Plus. Thank you, Leslie. Wish you could see the chain, or is it chains Debo's wearing right now at the podium? It almost looks Egyptian. <laughs> Again, I turned the TV off. So you wouldn't have any reflection in the Indiana glassed pennant behind me. I know that can be a little distracting right over my head. So I didn't bother doing that. But Leslie, Debo should Debo should wear as many chains as the guy who's in the commercial where the Parmesan cheese doesn't stop. He's like, say when. So if Debo Samuel wants to drown in gold chains today, let him. And then for his tombstone, just put in the boom box that he carries and then write, you know, to the Eagles, here lies the dude under all these gold chains who straight up fucking mollywopped you today. Debo was awesome. Three touchdown afternoon for Debo Samuel. Brandon Carpenter, game respects game. Thank you very much. If that was about me or the night, I don't know. But I agree. Game certainly recognizes game. And the 49ers got to be recognized playing one of the best, most consequential football games of the entire year this Sunday evening in Philadelphia. What a flight they're going to have back to the Bay Area. Michael Walsh. Thank you very much, Michael, for the super chat. Five bones going in the ganja jar. Debo showed up looking like the sixth member of Judas Priest and absolutely backed it up. <laughs> He's in the painkiller. All right. I didn't think we were going to get any Judas Priest references today. Giant Niner fan says, Damon, I was a season ticket holder at the stick for 25 years. The Eagles fans ain't got shit on us. Niners fans are nuts, man. Niners fans take over opposing stadiums in a way that reminds me of really nothing else. Niners fans travel, and there were more dots of red in the link today than I ever imagined there would be, to the point where it looked like a Christmas card, where everyone's wearing red and green. I mean, it, was, it, it, it looked like the Eagles were sending out a Christmas card. 
but they're not sending out a Christmas card. You got Niners fans sending a whole bunch of Eagles fans to the shopping center because they bought their tickets. I mean, there was an awful lot of red, awful lot of red in the link. And then when the game was over, there wasn't an awful lot of green in there. People started leaving for the fu- for, for the for the exits with about 10 minutes left to play. It was like somebody pulled a fire alarm. So it was just an ass kicking of the first degree. You know, we'll have a little bit more time to get into the nuts and bolts of the statistics when I get a little time to sit down and start putting them together and start looking at the Niners postgame report that they send to media members of what streaks are alive and what's going on. But I invite you to be at uh, right here on YouTube at 8 a.m. Monday. Damon Bruce, Larry Kruger, 49ers wake up simulcast on both of our channels, and it's going to be a monster. So much to talk about. What I liked in this game, I mean, six straight touchdown drives after the worst first quarter of the Kyle Shanahan era. Didn't have that one today, but it happened. The fact that it was only 6 nothing in this game, when it could have easily been 14 to nothing or 10 to nothing in this game after the Niners took two totally limp-wristed, ineffectual three-and-outs, which is something you never see them do to start a game with. Never. Um, had it been 14 nothing, it was curtains. At 10 nothing, you're in trouble. But 6 nothing, like, no problem. And in a weird, stupid way, even though you haven't done a damn thing, you're winning the game. Because the Eagles just dominated an entire quarter possessed the ball for all of it, marched up and down the field for all of it, and only have six points to show for it? Like, that's a moment where the 49ers were winning this game. The 49ers secondary was out there having a great game this afternoon. Love what I saw out of the secondary. As responsible for coverage sacks as any secondary's been in any game that it's played, Hertz had almost too much time at times. And again, the clock of diminishing returns where... He's going to make something good happens, starts to become something bad is about to happen. And the Niners were able to do that. And then the the Debo touchdown after the Dom, the security guard, ignited the stadium touchdown. It's one of the biggest answers of the entire year. And it's one of the biggest plays of Debo Samuel's career. And he made three different plays that got him into the end zone in Philadelphia, but one play in particular, the answer, the Dom, the security guard touchdown screen that went for 48 yards is some of the more manly, well-timed, shut up this stadium touchdowning you're ever going to see in your entire football life. That was seriously big boy football. What I didn't like, again, if you would ask me, what do you want to bet on Christian McCaffrey having at least half a carry in the first quarter, over or under? I would have bet my children. I would have bet my mortgage. I would have bet my beautiful wife. I would have bet, I would have bet everything that Christian McCaffrey is going to touch the ball in the first quarter. He didn't. Don't like that. Didn't come back to haunt the Niners, but it was, I think, at you know the center of their slow start. I thought that a third and 19 by Devontae Smith when he picked it up on a screen pass, there were too many missed tackles there. I thought that that was a Jair Brown missed tackle. Didn't like that. You know, and I wrote down at the time, you cannot waste chances to get off the field against this Philadelphia team. Again, didn't like the play. Didn't really haunt the Niners when the, you know, when it all came out of the oven. And I didn't like the fact that Ronnie Bell fumbled a punt. Again, that could have been a momentum swing that the Eagles needed right when they needed it. Now that ball went right out of bounds, thank goodness, but Ray Ray McLeod was inactive today. Ronnie Bell got an opportunity to return punts. He did nothing really with that opportunity. You saw Debo was on kick return. So the Niners are looking for answers in their special teams game with Ray Ray McLeod being sidelined. I wanted Ronnie Bell to do more than he did today. And he, again, he made the kind of mistake that would have cordially invited the Eagles back into this game. 
had that ball bounced anywhere other than out of bounds. Didn't like that. But again, very few complaints on a day that outside the first quarter was full of an overwhelming amount of success. Six consecutive touchdowns against a good defense. Six consecutive touchdowns against a good defense in their home stadium. Six consecutive touchdowns against a defense in their home stadium who had not lost at home, who is 10-1, who is a bully in its own right. And the 49ers just out-bullied the bully. Game and Money TV. So much yak today. Hennessy sponsored Debo. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Doug D. Dude. I love it. Mike. Eagles fans have to be the most pathetic people in the country. I don't know about that. Overly passionate, maybe. That's a better way to describe it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Look, you don't have to apologize for disliking anyone when you kicked their ass that loudly. Just subscribed. Words of wisdom. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I will try to keep up the good work just for you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What else we got? A oh, postman in Capitola. Oy, oy, oy! Hey, we're blowing up. At one point today, earlier in the show, my goodness, we had like 1,400 people in the room. I'd never seen that number so big. Now we're sitting around 600. It is really good to still have all of you here. Thank you. It's an incredible community uh, of people who, uh, for the most part, don't even acknowledge the nonsense of trolls when they come into the chat. This is an adult conversation between people who are using, you know, actual data points and observable reality to form whatever they want to talk about, not just, well, I feel this way. Here's the way I feel about something, so I'm going to use that to define how I talk about it. Idiots. Doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter how you feel about Brock Purdy or the Niners or Kyle. What they did today trumps anybody's feelings. They took the team with the best record in football and destroyed them. But for a security guard, it's it's a it's an absolute ass kicking of the first degree. Like that should have been 42. So 19 minus 7 is what? 12? Yeah. That could have been 42 to 12. 42 to 12. Indiana Jim says, Damon, you got to check on John Kincaid, see how he's doing. I'm going to tell you how John Kincaid's doing. I texted him in the middle of the game. I said, if not for Dom, you guys got nothing going for you today. Niners are kicking your ass. Alex in Atlanta says, Damon, you missed the $100 super chat. No, we did not. No, we did not. Saw Mark Prasante slip that in. Damon, is Ambry Thomas the comeback player of the team? Man, Ambry Thomas was an afterthought earlier on the season, but he has taken over for Isaiah Oliver, and the secondary has been better for having done that. There is no doubt. He's been really, really good. Really good. Super Vega asked for... You can get one of those today. Golden Random Lens. Says tomorrow morning, the 49ers are going to put up a job posting, head of security requirements, willing to work on the sideline to engage the opposing team, right? I mean, uh, uh, how is Dom? I don't want anybody to get fired, right? I need to be fired, but he can't ever be in a situation where you're going to do that again. What is a team employee who is not involved in the game standing on the chalk, putting his hands on opposing players? What is going on? 
Again, Postman is excited. Oy, oy, oy! Dropping 42 on Dallas, then again on Feely. Has me feeling pretty good. It should. You should be feeling really good. No doubt. Trey Bohr. Trey Bohr 5. D. Bruce speaks real to sports. Always speaking the truth. Thank you. We try. We ain't perfect over here. But we're not making shit up. There are a lot of people who are just like, well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to be controversial, so I'm gonna just make a lot of things up. Polly boy, Polly boy, e, we got you, Bruce. I tell you, I feel it. The, I, this is the week where I've literally felt the channel grow, physically felt it grow. So I thank you very, very much. We're doing things like getting the most amount of people to a live show than ever before, most amount of views over a singular day, over a weekend, over a 72-hour period. Again, we just crossed 10,000 subs, and we are going to be at 12,000. Hopefully, by sometime tomorrow, we're about 100. And we're, we're exactly 151 subscribers away from 12,000. We're sitting here at 11,849 just for the 49ers. So thank you very much. Cutman says, man, where is he? Let me bring him up here. I forgot how much I miss real sports talk. Glad we're reunited, Damon. I'm here for all of it now. Cutman, welcome. It's good to have you back, man. For a lot of people who just walked away from Sports Talk Radio, and that's an awful lot of people, didn't know that I was on YouTube until this week. It is wonderful to have you here. Hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit notify, and that way you're not going to have to miss any elements that we do, any videos that are put up. You're not going to have to miss 49ers Wake Up, which is happening with Larry Kruger, 8 a.m. Monday morning simulcast on my channel and his. Right now, though, you're watching a little post-game in Damon brought to you by Dr. Paul Hughes and Hughes Orthopedics. Again, avoid surgery do not schedule surgery, either partial or complete, hip, knee, ankle, shoulder, elbow. Don't, don't go in for orthopedic surgery until you've talked to Dr. Paul Hughes. Go ahead and get a consultation. See if his cellular replacement therapy is right for you. It was right for me. He took a little fat out of my love handles, which was easy to find. He didn't have to look hard for the, the fat of the love handle. I even sold I was like, Doc, can you get a little off the neck here? Reduce the waddle a little bit? He's like, you don't want that. So he went in the love handle, got the whole bunch of fat, put it in the centrifuge, spun that mother around like a freaking top like a tornado get all that juicy bits of dna i don't know what the hell's going on there but then he puts it back into your knee and after being sore for 24 hours my knees felt like they had been washed in the fountain of youth I can get on my knees to play with my four-year-old and my two-year-old. I can walk up and down the stairs carrying groceries or bags or whatever, uh, suitcases, and my knees aren't barking because I got extra poundage on them. That bone-on-bone -bone arthritis, it's like it's gone. Dr. Paul Hughes, 21 years specializing in stem cell and plasma. This man has worked for the St. Louis Rams, the St. Louis Cardinals, the St. Louis Blues. He has been around sports medicine for decades. He is the real deal. Find out for yourself. Dr. Paul Hughes, go to orthopedicsurgeries.com. Hop back into the chat. We got uh, no bones and lots of nines after that saying, Nick Wright will once again come up with more excuses why Brock isn't good. Well, Nick Wright's going to have to come up with more excuses to not come on the channel because I'm making that request this week, and I want Nick on the channel talking with me about how he is so wrong about another Bay Area sports-based take once again, remember, Nick Wright had to have the entirety of the Golden State Warriors sneak up behind him and stick it in his ear before he realized how good they were. And Brock's about to do the exact same thing. A 
What is this? Come on, Damon is said it's 42-21. Did I say four? It's 42-19. If I misspoke, I apologize. Words of wisdom. Iggle, loudmouth fans have been asking for this. Screw you, Iggles. We owned your ass tonight. Swift getting planted by Lenore. Loved it. Oh, dude, he put the Mama Chewbacca on him. Put the Mama Chewbacca right on him. And look, Eagles fans, the whole, like, uh, the, the weak link here is Brock Purdy. Yeah, 314 yards, an average of 11.6 yards per attempt. Uh, or yards per completion, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and a rating of 148.8. There you go. That's a words of wisdom for you. Michael says he's got the receipts. He called the ass kicking before the game and had the comment to prove it. I'm telling you, I couldn't believe when the line came out and the 49ers were getting three. You could have given the 49ers... 20, and they would have won by three still. Could have given the Eagles 20, pardon me. I mean, 42-19. Mike Antics 19 says, everyone will shut up after a Super Bowl win. Look, you can't win the Super Bowl in the month of December. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl until the Niners are in the playoffs. Then we can start talking about it. There are what, how many more? Six more games? Five more games remaining here now? Yeah, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Five more games. Five more games is a football lifetime. Five more games. Got the Seahawks. Got the Ravens still on the schedule. There's a lot that could happen. There's so many moving parts and variables on every single play that every player goes through in this league. Your season hangs on an injury at all times. So I don't want to hear a word about what's about to happen. All I know is what has happened and what was done this evening in Philadelphia. The Niners made the statement that if they remain healthy, they can play football with anybody. Anybody. And the chances of them being anything other than the favorite against anybody, I think that ship has sailed. I think the 49ers are going to be favored in every single game they play between now and the Super Bowl. If they reach a Super Bowl. But results are not guaranteed. What is guaranteed is that there are just a a ton, a ton of reasons to like this team. As they're built, as they're functioning right now, they got the players, they're built well, they're deep, they got the coach. What a day for Kyle. Started terribly, ended with one of his best football thoughts ever. Damon, did you know right now you're kicking the ass of 95-7 the game? I'm probably NKNBRs too. Again, of course I am. I was the most important person ever on that station. They don't have me now, so they'll never be as important as they used to be. Sorry. That's how it goes. That's what happens when you can't afford like actual experience. Hey, maybe we'll just lay off Damon and it'll go away. Or maybe he'll start a YouTube channel and put everybody out of business. Maybe that might happen. How about that? Again, thank you very much for being part of this. You can help change media in the Bay Area forever by liking and subscribing what we're doing over here. Michael, thank you very much, Michael. A little super chat. Does this count as Brock's come from behind win? I mean, sure, we need people to count that, I guess. But no, now it's got to be a fourth quarter come from behind in the fourth quarter. Again, they'll just move the field goals. They'll just move the field goals. Chris, again, a lot of people who haven't been around here, they're starting to figure it out. Oh, now I can find you again. I don't live in the Bay Area anymore, but there you are, Chris. I'm glad you found me. Please hit like and notify. Thank you very, very much. T.S. Real Debo gangsta shit. Yes, it was. I mean, it really was. Tebow 
or Tebow, Debo had an unbelievable afternoon. Three touchdowns. Felt like he had even more in him. Little super chat there. Great to see Kalia Davis in and making plays. I honestly, I didn't even really notice, to be honest with you. Again, I got to, I'm, I'm good coming out of a live game. I'm great when you give me a night to think about it, which is why I want to invite everyone back 8 a.m. Monday morning, 49ers wake up, simulcast, D. Bruce, Larry Kruger. Hopefully you're watching over here on this channel. We're trying to make it blow up and grow, baby. Trying to make it grow. How about this? We went from 849 to 11,857. Just like that. That means a whole bunch of you reached out and touched that subscribe button. Thank you. Thank you for hitting the like as well. Thank you for all these super chats. I think there's the most amount of super chats on the day where we've had the most amount of people in one room means an awful lot. Thank you very, very much. And thank you to the 49ers. I mean, outside of A.J. Brown, who's a total stud, outside of a couple real, real big boy plays from Jalen Hurts, but nothing that was going to go into the all-time Jalen Hurts highlight reel. Um, outside of Dom, the security guard, the Eagles didn't have a lot going for him today. They didn't. The Niners just kept on keeping on after they broke out of the starting blocks in horrific fashion. They just kept on coming, man. Kept on coming. T from the 203. $10 super chat. We told you no more from you, T from the 203. I know you're a poor radio board op. You can't afford $10, but I thank you very much. Like I said, the Eagles defense was going to be a problem. You can rip them to shreds. We all knew that that was the weak link in the defense. We all said Kyle Shanahan, he can exploit that by finding those matchups, getting Kittle on the slow linebacker, getting McCaffrey on the wrong linebacker, getting someone who's playing safety on the wrong wide receiver. And if Kyle gets to dial up his mismatches, this could get ugly. 29th in the NFL were the Eagles and yardage allowed in the passing game. And Brock was 19-27 for 314 yards, an 11.6 average with four touchdowns, no interceptions. He was only sacked twice. And I want to find this out too. Just to, you want to talk about a day of offense. The 49ers averaged eight yards per play. Eight yards per play against that defense in their house. Oh, man. Yeah, that's just kicking an awful lot of ass. Not some of that. It's not like some Eagles got their asses kicked. Everyone, even Dom, the security guard, when it's all said and done, got his ass kicked. All those fans at the link, they, they get to take a little bit of Debo's junk home with them. Debo handed it to him today. He gave him that work. You know, Swift out there is probably still wondering where he is, Norm. He got blasted by Diamador Lenore. Again, you want to keep you want to keep your starters in a blowout game? When you see Sam Darnold in a game as a human victory cigar, that means you should take all of your players out too. Eagles, they stuck with a few starters, a few too long, and again, boom. Mike Greco, going back to meatball burps. Yeah, got meatball burps out of that fat security guard. Hey, I respect a good meatball burp. I do. I've had a few in my day. So impressive to watch the offense blow the doors off the Eagles and shut that stadium up after all of the ejection nonsense. J.D. Sugar. Thank you, J.D. He, it really was. That stadium was... Very quiet. Very, very quiet. D. Bruce, they got smoked. Yes, they did. Justin O'Connor. 
I know this guy. Damon, just got done watching the game in delay. So happy to watch that stomping that the 49ers gave the Eagles. I mean, it was... They put their boots in their ass. They really did. Again, but for Dom, the security guard, A.J. Brown, who is a man amongst men, not a lot happened today. Not a lot happened. Wasn't a great day for the Eagles' offensive line by any stretch of the imagination. How did what they only had? Hold on. Hold on. 46 rushing yards. 146 for the Niners. 46 for the Eagles. That's it. 46 rushing yards. East Coast. East Coast Red and Gold Podcast. I called an ass kicking. Well, you called it right. Got David Young saying, D. Bruce, they got smoke. Keep it lit, baby. Listening all the way in Levi's Hillside, Northern. And then I don't know where the rest of that tweet went or uh, chat went. But thank you very much, David, no matter where you are. I'm so glad that you can listen. I appreciate it. That dude is a new sub. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate that. Thanks for coming on in. Just joined. Well, you are absolutely amongst friends, and we're glad that you're here. Hopefully, you make this part of uh, your normal watching habits and routine. Let's see where we are now. 11,859 of you have hit subscribe, and I thank you. Again, you hit notify, right? You hit notify, and you don't have to remember that I'm on the air doing anything. YouTube will tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, he's back. And he will be back on Monday for 49ers Wake Up on my channel, Simulcast with Larry Kruger. It is the best 49er morning show you're going to find anywhere. It's the best morning show in the Bay Area. And I think... Larry and I are going to claim Mondays and Fridays as ours. Again, we got all sorts of things for radio stations to worry about, mostly experience and talent. Andrew, thanks, Big Dom. Mr. Shot on the Be the Soprano, so we had to settle with hanging out with Nick, Captain Douchebag Sirianni. <laughs> Again, what is he doing on the chalk? What, what, what role of security does he need to play standing next to Nick uh, to, to Sirianni in a game? You got a body man there. You got you got a, a man on your body. You're surrounded by your own football team. You're pretty safe. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't he be looking into the stands or looking into the fans? What is he doing touching an opposing player? How the hell is that guy allowed to do that? I thought Dre Greenlaw was going to be kept in the game just because of that. He touched Dre Greenlaw first. And if there's one thing I do know is that Dre Greenlaw shouldn't touch anybody. But the guy working for the Eagles who's dressed in civvies shouldn't even be there. Well, he's head of security. Everyone's safe. Everyone's safe. This isn't like a smiley dance security meeting where everyone's going to come outside and get high. This is, is everybody safe? Smiley Dan usually keeps everybody safe too. Never daunted. Damon, we're, we're national, baby. Giant Niner fan, Damon, when do memberships start? You know what? I know a lot of people are thinking, Damon, what can we get you for Christmas? I don't even know what membership will entail, but I do believe that the week before Christmas, we're going to allow people to support this channel because a lot of people ask, Damon, when's merch coming? It's not coming in time for Christmas. Um, uh, a lot of people really want to support this, and I thank you all for wanting to do that beyond just hitting like or subscribe or notify. You know, people want to throw a little something at the effort. And we're going to allow you to do that with memberships that are going to start at $10,000 each. 
For $10,000, you can claim to be a real supporter of the channel. Now, obviously, we're going to come in at $15,000. That feels like a more reasonable price. But no, memberships are coming. Thank you for asking. And we, what we've really got to do is figure out what that's going to mean for you beyond just the bragging rights. Again, Justin O'Connor. Says, game ball for that secondary is pretty amazing how much time Hurts had when he had nowhere to throw the ball, wasn't it? It really was. It was something else. And again, there's a clock of diminishing returns against this defense. Like, you can keep a play alive for a few heartbeats. That's good for you. But too many heartbeats, that starts turning into this is good for the Niners. And Jalen Hurts had at least three or four, you should throw that ball away, sons. And he didn't. He didn't. He tried to force something. He didn't make it happen. It was an incomplete. He was off target. He threw to the sidelines anyways, or he was sacked. That was dom. Oh, here you go. Perfect. Domination. I get it. David Young. Bravo. I honestly, I wish, I wish I would have come up with that myself. Oh, Damon, uh, I'm new here. How's it going, D. Bruce? It's going very, very well. By the way, Benjamin Shapiro is not that Ben Shapiro. He's the good Benjamin Shapiro, and he is the podfather. And I'm telling you, if you miss anything here, including this show, and you want to listen to it in its entirety, it will be podcast. The Damon Bruce Show, Damon Bruce Plus, Plus, is available wherever you download your podcasts. So, Please, if you'd like to continue to support me, download the podcast as well as subscribing to the channel means an awful lot. Thank you so very, very much. Bang, bang, D. Bruce gang. Damon, you're going to have Joe Fortenbaugh on and gloat? No, here's the thing. Joe didn't have one of those the Eagles are about to do damage uh, Fortenbaugh Fridays. With he, Joe came in humbly. We just talked sports. He wasn't bragging about anything. I think we can let Joe off the hook. Days says, I got receipts, man. I predicted the Niners would win 31-17. Guess I underestimated us. Actually, you know what, Days? I remember you do calling that out. I do. I, I, I do remember you writing that down, and you had it. You had it. Again, on the price is right, your bid would still be alive. You didn't go over. You went under. You came in and you, 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 you nailed it. A little super chat here from Knee Numbers. Knee 07133. We got to work on that. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Debo walked that walk. He did. He walked it into the end zone twice. He certainly walked it in. Felt like untouched on that second screen that popped for a touchdown. The first screen that popped, it's like he shook an eagle off of his back and ran through two other guys and just kept going. And then he was essentially untouched on his, uh, I'm running it in. I won't even call it an end around because it's not like he's starting from the end. He's kind of in the backfield there, but it's the razzle dazzle that makes him so dangerous. And when the Niners are always at their best, when the Niners are always, always at their best is when he is in the middle of their offense. Their game plan is providing that element of violence that I keep on talking about. An element of violence is when the Niners are at their best. UC Steve, I watched the game. I cooked dinner for my family, and Damon is still on. That's the hardest work in non-athlete on Sunday. Well, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I thank you very much. And how could we not keep talking about this one? It was the game of the year. It was set up to be the game of the year, and in the second half, it turned into a little bit of a snooze fest. It didn't live up to its entertainment-level billing, but in terms of circumstances, in terms of both these teams officially got hair on their chest and are about to maybe do something special this year. The Niners just put their cigarettes out right in the middle of an eagle's beak. 
And that was unexpected. I thought, yeah, they could win. I didn't think they were going to win like this. I didn't think they were going to have a grab the entire nation by both lapels and say, you cannot deny us who we are. There might be teams with better records, but is anyone playing better football? And since the 49ers have come out of the bye, the answer is no. No one's playing better football than the Niners since their bye week. They are just out here kicking ass and taking names. SD1593 says, Damon, forget about national. You're worldwide. Again, like freaking Pitbull. We're global. Junior RC says, Damon, so glad to hear you. My dad had been asking about where you had gone to. We randomly found you trying to figure out what happened over at 95.7. Again, thank you for finding me. I'm so glad that you did. Let's hang out. Welcome to the coolest sports talk community you're going to find anywhere. I love this audience. It's not an audience. It's really, it's, it's not an audience listening to me. We are a community actually talking with each other. I'm just lucky enough to let it happen in my house. So thank you very much for coming on over to my house. Damon, Patreon would save you a lot of money. YouTube takes an awful lot out of your pocket. You know, but I just don't want to ask people to go find me in other places. Or, you know, you're over here, paid, you know, you're, you're, you're being a patron over here. I don't want to ask you to go to somewhere else to also support me. It's just asking people to do too much. And hopefully we'll be dealing in volume. Where the volume of views... And the ad revenue off of that and the volume of memberships or super chats will just mean that's, that's fine. It all comes out in the wash. But I thank you for the advice. And that's the incredible cool thing about this community, man. It's, it's people. Uh, it's, it's people who have great advice and want to help out and want to support what we're doing here. Tornado Sunflower. <laughs> Great name. I'm glad the Eagles lost big. Otherwise, Dom, the security guard, would have been lauded as some kind of cult hero. Exactly. You would have been their human rally monkey. I'm glad we don't need Dom, the security guard, T-shirts. Dom, he'll get mentioned on Monday. He won't get his own segment. He's not going to get booked on Good Morning America or anything like that. Because, again, when Dom got involved, it might have woken the Eagles up for a minute there, but ultimately the Eagles get put to sleep by the Niners. Damon wants 100,000 followers. I do want 100,000 followers. After that, I want a million. I'm getting greedy. Again, I just came over here to do a nice little show, but then I'm going full-on vengeance. I can't, I can't just sit by and watch an entire industry gut itself and not think, all right, if you're going to, if you're literally going to drop your food, I'm not just picking up the scraps. I'm coming for the steak and potatoes. I'm not here for crumbs. I want the whole fucking pie and I'll share it with like-minded people like Larry Kruger and people. Look, there's going to be a generation of talented people flocking to YouTube because stations have screwed them up and over. I want to be here to catch and embrace them and help them rebuild. Can we call Brock a top five quarterback? What would be the argument that he isn't? What would be the argument that he's not right now? You'd certainly have no real like win-loss record to point at. You'd have no data or statistics to support the fact he wasn't in the top five. You wouldn't have the opinion of anybody in the league who actually knows what they're talking about. You talk to the players and players' locker rooms. You talk to actual guys who have played in this league. You talk to Hall of Fame quarterbacks who tend to recognize what the position really entails. All of them are telling you this guy's the real deal. Only hot take artists who won't come off their opening gambit of I don't think he can play are the only ones sticking with I don't think Brock is very good, which is ridiculous. Tiger Tank. Again, I remember Tiger Tank was calling an Eagles win. Big Niners fan calling an Eagles win. He was skeptical. He was worried. 
Damon, I really thought the Niners are going to lose this. They surprised me. And you probably thought that your distrust was well-placed after that first quarter, which was the worst first quarter of any game Kyle Shanahan has ever coached. It was awful. It was dreadful. And they have one of the most rousing, convincing wins of the Kyle Shanahan era. And Postman's right. D. Bruce Fortinball was on the Niners on this one. Yes, he was. I was the one saying you got to take three points with 10 and one at home. So there you go. Got McFly JP saying Philly better not make any excuses about rest. They said the 49ers had no excuses. They can't have any either. Oh, yeah. Look, when you lose by this many points, it wasn't just three days that did that. You got your ass kicked by a better team. And look, just because they're the better team today doesn't mean they'll be the better team if they meet again in the postseason. But they were the better team today, and it was overwhelming. UCC says, Damon, be careful. Your increase in YouTube fame will catch the eyes of Fox Sports 1, ESPN. Don't go to the dark side. Will they have to make clown takes? Here's the thing. No one has ever been able to or would be able to ever tell me like, oh, this is what you need to talk about and this is how you need to talk about it today. I wouldn't take that job. But what would be great is to go there and finally have a little reason. I don't know if they're in the reason business, but imagine some reason being put forward on all these hot take shows. I don't know. I don't know if they do that. I don't know if I fit the level of bullshit that they want to serve. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty proud that I don't. Michelle Haberman. That was a soul cleansing win, a total beatdown in the second half. I wasn't bored at all. Hollering at the top of my lungs. Oh, come on, Michelle. Cheers. Here's to you. Michelle's been OG supporting this show, supporting this channel and me since, since the days of yore. Damon, will there be a Plus Mania Part 3 for those of us who could not yet? There was Plus Mania. Then there was Plus Mania 2, Electric Boogaloo. There will be Plus Mania 3, The Revenge. It's happening. Don't know when, but it's going to happen. February, March. Might, how, about, how about we time Plus Mania with the one-year anniversary of this channel launching? That could happen. I haven't even really thought about it yet, but Plus Mania 3 is guaranteed to happen. We don't know when, we don't know where, but it's going to happen. Damon, don't leave YouTube. I'm in. Let me tell you, there isn't a single person who is smart out there. How about the, the highest paid guy in all of sports media is Stephen A. Smith. And right now, Stephen A. Smith is more concerned about his YouTube channel than he even is ESPN. Everyone knows where the future is. It ain't on linear TV. It's not on cable. And it certainly isn't on the radio. It's right here. We are in the biggest sports bar in the world. It's called YouTube. And we're serving it up. Dong, leave YouTube? I said, don't leave YouTube. I don't even know what Twitch is. Hey, we're over on Twitch. I don't even know what Twitch is either. It's a place where they watch me by the single digit number after the single digit number. But it's good. We're just putting our, we're putting our, our show all sorts of different places. I'm telling you, I'm never going to put it on my phone. I think I'm going to have to like hire an intern to do this or something, but we're eventually going to go to TikTok. I don't ever want to see it. I don't want to know anything about it. I'm not going to claim it. I'm not going to tout it, but I heard that there's a billion people over there too. So maybe we'll go get those billions. What else we got going on? Jeffrey Sasudio? Anyways, uh, Jeffrey Saucedo, I believe. Uh, the East Coast is going to endorse anyone other than Brock. Well, then I guess the East Coast is going to get it wrong. The whole coast will have it wrong. 
Again, who is definitely a better quarterback in just the NFC? Because the AFC, you got Burrow, you got Mahomes, you got Lamar, you got Tua. You know, when Aaron Rodgers is healthy, he's in the AFC now, too. The AFC is loaded with quarterbacking talent. Justin Herbert, I know the Chargers had no great day today, but he's still really good. You got C.J. Stroud in his rookie years putting up very impressive numbers. There's a lot of talent in the quarterbacking world of the AFC. Just looking at the NFC, who's definitely better than Brock? Definitely 100%, no doubt about it, better than Brock. I don't know who that is. Now, I know who the best are. I think you got to include Jalen Hurts. Again, he, Jalen didn't have a good game today. I'm not going to reassess him and reevaluate him as can't play, underperforming, underwhelming presence. I'm not going to. He's really good. He's really good. Dak Prescott. It's easy to not like Dak Prescott if you're a Niner fan and you hate the Cowboys. Dak Prescott's playing good good football lately. You tell me Jared Goff? No. Brock Purdy's in this conversation almost faster than anybody wants him to be. There you go. A little two bones saying, D, going to Tony Montana. I want it all. Scarface. Absolutely. The world is mine. I see it right on the blimp outside my Miami fountain. Oh, now Rock is getting real aggressive saying, hey, let's just sign Otani and make this a week to remember for San Francisco. I'll tell you. Now, here's the other thing. Corner of market, right? Who was doing Otani Tuesdays before me? I was the first person in the world telling you that Shohei Otani was like the single greatest baseball player of all time. I don't need to see anything else. He's better than Roof, better than Bonds, better than all of them, better than Sandy Koufax, better than Cy Young, better than everybody. This guy's the best ever. You put him in a Giants uniform, holy shit. The channel's going to explode. We're already big in Japan. Think how much bigger we'll get. Might have to do Plus Mania 3 in Japan. <laughs> Damon, Dallas Niners in the NFC title game. Your thoughts. The Eagles will tailspin after this. Hey, let's see what happens. The Eagles are playing the Cowboys Sunday, a week from now. That's a monster. And after that, again, I, I'm not playing this who's in the title game. What, can I see the paths? Can I see who's got home field? Can I, I mean, like, there's too many moving parts. What you want is every Niner fan is in the rare situation where you're going to be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys next week, and the Niners got to handle their business against Seattle. That's it. One step at a time, one week at a time. There are five more weeks of football. That's a lot of football. Lots of football still to be played. Haberman, Revenge of the Bruce. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Jeff says, look, Damon, you get Joan from payroll, you get Turkey on the 50, Balky in the French laundry comment. You got to coin something for Don. Dude, he's, 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 it's, the, it's the meatball burp game. It's the Don the meatball burp. That's all he is. He is a meatball burp. He lingered. Kind of made his presence felt there, but when it was all said and done, he and the Eagles vanished like a meatball burp. Uh-oh, hold on. I'm seeing uh I'm seeing a frozen picture of me. Can you still hear me? I think you can still hear me. You just got a little bit of a frozen picture right now. Money Green says, I'll help you grow your Twitch and TikTok channel. Reach out, Money Green. I appreciate it. Uh, reach out. Look, it looks like this uh, video is frozen, but I still think you can hear us. But yes, we are frozen. Did I tell you? It's actually, it's not frozen at all. I've been working on ventrilo ventriloquism, and I'm doing this entire show with a dummy now. Unfortunately, you can't see the dummy. Um, but this is all, this is all ventriloquism going on. Look at that two hour mark. I can already hear kids going upstairs, uh, getting into the bath, which means Jillian needs a little help. I think I'm going to go help her out. Thank you for helping me out. And the frozen man is just going to 
vanish on you right here. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hit like on your way out if you already haven't. Please go ahead and hit subscribe and hit notify. Thank you for being a part of this, this community and the growth of this channel, for supporting it by either showing up, watching, super chatting. However you've done it today, it means an awful lot, and I thank you. Join me and Larry Kruger Monday morning, 8 a.m. It's 49ers Wake Up, simulcast on both our channels, but he'll have many more people watching on his. So you come over here and watch on mine, and I will talk to you during 49ers Wake Up. In the meantime, thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks to Dr. Hughes for all the sponsorship. Again, you got knee problems, joint problems, pain, go get his cellular replacement therapy. It works. It is legit. Trust me. I got the need to prove it. Thank you very much for tuning in. Means an awful lot. And please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it.